0: Hello, welcome to the Daily Cron for Tuesday, February 26th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. Today is Tech Tuesday, and I'm going to talk about one of the most important pieces of software that I use on a daily basis. OnePassword. So back in I think episode 13, I talked about business continuity and I gave a bunch of tools, and I talked a little bit about One Password at in that episode. But today, I'm just going to give a little bit more details about about One Password, and start with you know what it is. One uh, Password is a password manager, and a password manager is exactly what you think it is by you know hearing the name. Uh, the idea is that instead of creating out of your brain passwords for different sites and applications. You instead use a password manager to create these passwords and store them securely. Then, as the name implies, with one password, you remember one single password to get into the password manager, and then essentially copy and paste the passwords into the various websites and apps you need as necessary. And then the password manager applications generally have different kinds of integrations so that you make that whole process easier. But why would you want to use a password manager? Because Otherwise, you're leaving yourself much, much more vulnerable to having your uh, various accounts compromised, uh, your identity stolen. It's uh, Passwords are a way of life with uh, software and websites today, uh, while efforts are being made to kind of replace passwords with different things. And of course, if you are familiar with fingerprint scanners on your, your cell phone or face ID on an iPhone, these are ways to help. Uh, reduce the friction of passwords of you know typing them in, in in certain situations, but you still end up having a password for things. You have a password for your computer account at work. You have a password for your phone. You have a password for your computer at home. You have passwords for various websites, for Netflix, for your email. So you can't get away from passwords. But what you can do to minimize your vulnerability is make sure that every single uh, different service or application that you use that needs a password that you generate a strong. You know, a cryptographically strong, different password, unique password. So that means, and the reason you want to do this is because compromises happen, whether or not you have a strong password. Um, and information will eventually get stolen, like a password database for some service you're using may get compromised. And what you want to do in in security is you want to minimize your vulnerability. You can't you can't um, be sure you'll never have a compromise that'll affect any of your data, but you can at least minimize the harm and so every service has a different password for instance if someone um, accessed you know Netflix you know passwords or something they wouldn't be able to get into your email you know they'd only be able to get into your Netflix account now there's a much more complicated discussion you can have about various ways of, of mitigating um, you know your your vulnerability besides just generating passwords but that's the main reason though <clears throat> you want to create new passwords for every service, you know, one for Netflix, one for your email, one for your work, one for everything. So that becomes obviously very difficult to do if you don't have some kind of management software. So what people tend to do, and if they don't use something like a password manager, is they reuse passwords. Once you reuse a password, it's, that's very bad because uh, once it gets out there on uh, and more nefarious people, you know, put it into cracking databases becomes much easier for multiple services you use to become compromised, and you really, really don't want to deal with that. So always have different passwords, and the way you deal with that is a password manager. So that's why you want one. Uh, password managers like One Password also have other features, which I'll get into in a uh, in a little bit. But I just want to go through a little bit of history of how I have evolved my password management strategy over the years. So way back in the dark times, <laughs> I guess way back, way way back. Um, in the nineties I suppose uh, I think I was just making up passwords I, like and like everybody else, I probably was reusing a few passwords in places they weren't very very strong passwords um, and i would I would try to make up different ones and memorize them and it and at, at that point, I didn't have a lot of different services to access, but it pretty soon became a little too much and uh, so by the time I got to college. Uh, I had to start, you know, doing something else. I, I think maybe, I don't know if I ever used paper. I know, I know some people use paper way back in the day to store passwords. I don't remember ever doing that. But I do remember one of the earliest things I ever did for, for password management was I uh, created a GPG encrypted file on my computer. GPG is an uh, open source uh, encryption program. So I created an encrypted file on my computer that I, I you know, would put my passwords in. It was a particular format. I think I might have even written a script or something to help me manage it a little better, but that's what I did. I put stuff into this this text file in a in a particular way, um, and then that's where all my passwords were. <clears throat> so it was a little bit annoying, but um, I could look up passwords using some command line tools like grep and and, and maybe some custom scripts, and, and that was it. I would have to uh, you know de- decrypt it when I wanted to use it and encrypt it again when I was done and make sure I didn't lose you know, the the encryption password, the encryption key for it, and it was a little cumbersome, but it worked, but pretty soon I realized I need to do something else, so uh, I think I was mostly on Windows at the time, and I think I actually, I I think I started using Bruce Schneier's password safe program, Uh, it was a program used his encryption algorithm, I think it's called TwoFish. And there's a whole bunch of other compatible programs, like a program called Password Gorilla that I use later. So I was basically using this um, password program. That was, I think, the first one I started using. And then when I went to a Mac and I needed some cross-platform kind of um, access, I used Password Gorilla for a while. And that was basically just a, a, another, another password manager software that, that could read that disk, could read the um, password-safe um, format. And then uh, when the iPhone, when I finally got an iPhone 3G, which was my first iPhone, I needed to do password management on there, and I, I downloaded 1Password. It was, uh, and I've been using 1Password ever since. Uh, I remember it was a little bit of a chore to get everything imported, and so I can kind of see the evidence of my import into 1Password still to this day because, uh, you know, there's like lots of tags and things in there that, it, like, or there was like a lot a lot of file, there was a lot of... um. Like hierarchy that I used to have, and they all got kind of imported. So over the years, in my really old accounts, you can kind of still see the influence of the former password managers. But once I had one password, I haven't uh, switched. I've just gone along with them as they've evolved their platform over the years, and I really, really liked them. So why one password of all the different options out there? There's there's multiple uh, ones. Now I'm not as familiar with all the other options. Any of the big password manager programs are. Are going to be pretty good for you but i'm going to talk about one password because this is the one i like so one password is cross-platform uh but it's primarily uh, it was always an apple related thing so if you have a mac and ios device it's definitely i think the best manager you can get there but there uh, i believe there also is a um, windows version at this point or there's some support for Windows now, uh, but definitely if you're on the Apple platform, then you know this one will be available everywhere. Yeah, yeah, there's a One Password for uh, Windows too. So there's One Password for Windows. There's also a web access to it as well. So whatever you're on, you can pretty much access your passwords. I think the user interface for One Password is is pretty good. I think it's actually quite good, and it's very easily understood so one password operates with the concept of vaults and vaults are just collections of passwords obviously so you can have multiple vaults and you can even uh, if you're using their online service you can even share vaults with other people so this makes it it makes it a uh, fairly convenient to create uh, collections of passwords however you want to categorize them now once you're inside a vault you, you can you can um, tag things you can Do other things to to organize them, but but vaults are great because like I have a vault for my personal stuff. I have like a shared vault for certain accounts that like multiple people might need access to. I have a a vault for my day job, so it keeps things nice and neat in there and makes it easier to, to to manage them. Plus, you can the application is advanced enough so that if you use their online services and they have a personal one and like a business side one, you can use both of them at the same time in their applications and not mix things up. <clears throat> so I really like that a lot. It also has browser integrations. So if you're using your web browser, you can click a button uh, to automatically put your uh, credentials in so you can log in quickly, or you can it'll save passwords you're creating when you're signing into a new service. So all the stuff's in there. There's nice integration into macOS. Uh, there's really good integration into iOS, um, since iOS 12 was released. Then they have instructions on how to turn it on. But when you turn, once you turn on the built-in uh, automatic password management, um, automatic password fill system will use one password instead of um, Apple's thing. So basically, once you you get used to one password, it, you'll find it's pretty easy to use it everywhere you need to use it. You know, it'll take, there's a little bit of a learning curve, but it's pretty easy. And the process of managing them and creating the the passwords is also very easy. So I like that. And the and the thing about one password is it doesn't just store. Doesn't just store passwords. So I use it. Uh, I use a password manager for more than just passwords. I have software licenses in there, for instance. You know, when they send you an email when you buy new software and it has like that long code you have to use to. Well, I put that in there, and I actually put like the PDF in there or the email because you can add files to the system. So I put that in there and I associate it with the the license. So then later, if I have a new computer or I have to reinstall it or I have to upgrade it, and it wants the old number you know, to give you an upgrade pricing, then I can easily find that stuff. You can also do things like uh, put your password information in there, uh, credit cards, various documents, identity information in there. So that makes it, makes gives you like a backup of this information in case you lose the physical uh, documents. It also uh, handles two-factor authentication mechanisms, like a one-time password. So if you ever in a situation like your work has, has a two-factor authentication system, one mechanism for that is having these codes that kind of automatically expire every thirty seconds or so. So you can you can set up one password to track those. And yes, technically you're putting your password in the same place as the the one-time password thing. But the convenience you're buying uh, of being able to easily log into things, I think, is is worth the slight decrease in security. Because if someone compromised like the entire your entire password vault, I mean that's you're, you know, it's pretty problematic for, for many reasons. But uh, you can use it, uh, you can use something else if you want to use for, for two factor besides <clears throat> one password, but it's in there. And I use it for that for a lot of things. Uh, I also use it to generate security questions, which I have told people this before. And I know I'm not the only one who's, who's ever thought to do this, but it always seems surprising to people. There's security questions that like your bank will ask you to give you like, and, you know, what city was your grandmother born or something, you know, or, or what was the name of your pet when you were a child or which street did you grow up on? All that stuff. Don't answer for real. I mean, we live in the age of social media. Everybody has a Facebook account. And if they don't have a Facebook account, there's like a shadow Facebook account of you. So like, there, there's all this information out there. It's very easy to figure out a lot of this kind of uh, personal information about somebody. And... Uh, once once someone does then they could use those security questions to reset your account i mean there the problem with any account is it 's only as strong as the weakest link, and so you could have a really strong password but then if you have easily guessed security questions, it makes it a lot easier for someone to um you know hijack your account or reset the password and access it so I generate completely random gibberish security questions, and in one password, they have various um algorithms for generating passwords. So I have, I have some that can generate like words, like pronounceable actual words randomly. So that way you can tell someone over the phone, which I've had to do before and, or you can copy and paste into a form. So that way I have, I have strong security questions as well as a strong password. So I do that. So I have lots of, um, and stuff in there and I, uh, I really like that. Now I also subscribe to their online systems. They have a, Personal family one, and they also have a business side. They're they're they just have kind of different amounts of features. But I have both a, a family one and a team one for business, so I have them separate. But as I said earlier, because One Password Smart, they let you log into both in the application, and uh, it just works seamlessly between the two. So you can move items between them, you can access them when you need to. So it's uh, it's very convenient. Uh, In fact, if you have a business account with them, uh, all your employees will also get a free family account, you know, depending on the level of a business account you have. So that kind of brings me to um, another issue with with Password Manager. If you're a business uh, owner, especially, you really need to be thinking about how passwords are going to be managed uh, among your, your entire organization and your staff. Because, again, the, it's only as strong as the weakest link. So you are going to do more than just have passwords running a business. You're going to make sure that people only have access to systems they need to have access to, et cetera. But if you're like a small business, maybe it's only you and your spouse or maybe you and like a couple other people or something like that. At that point, you, you, you may need to share credentials for different uh, services, you know, like maybe your payment processor and you have like an account for that. Or your accounting software, and and maybe, or maybe you just you you don't have the you're using software that doesn't let you do multiple users, or that's too complicated for you, or something, and so you're going to be sharing some access, or, or you are going to be using multiple accounts for everything, but you want to make sure everybody has strong passwords. So this way, you can use uh, the one password uh, team or family account to make sure everybody in your family, everybody in your business, has is using strong passwords for their accounts. But if they lose access to the password vault, then uh, someone else in your organization or in your family can actually grant them access again. Like there's a mechanism you can go in there. Like if my dad forgot his one password, password to get into the into um, the service, I can go in there and you know reset his um, access again. And so that way it kind of solves one of the major problems that I've experienced throughout my life with my family is trying to trying to help them. Secure their computing environments because they're not uh, software people they're not technical people and while I have I'm still trying to get them to use the one password family uh, if they would actually use it, it would solve this problem because uh, when I have used it as a in a team environment with uh, I have actually had to uh, grant someone access again because they forgot their master password so the the thing about uh, these uh, online services is you might be asking yourself well how secure are they also, another reason I like one is they go into great detail about how their security model works and how it's implemented. In fact, they even have a white paper that they keep updated, and I'll put a link in the show notes to it if you really want to get into it. It goes into great detail about how 1Password security works all over, all over the, the different systems they have. So uh, that's why I have a lot of confidence in, in this particular product, because they've been around a long time. They're very upfront about their design choices and trade-offs that they make and they publish you know more detailed information about how everything works so and they've been you know they they've been examined by professionals in the you know by by publishing his white paper you've had you've had uh, you know more security professionals looking at this stuff for years so and they're a big product so that's, a lot of eyes have looked at them and and if there was if there was really obvious faults in their security design it probably would have been found by now uh but of course, no system is perfect, but that's why security is always a trade-off all kinds of security is always a trade-off and you are buying yourself much more security by using a good password manager and generating a, a strong password master password for that manager than you are trying to create individual passwords for things out of your head uh so how would you even do that so say i've I've won you over you want to download one password H- how does this how do you get started well the first thing you got to do is you got to create a master password. And in fact, they have a really good, they have really good uh, support information about how to do this. And there's a particular article that I'll link to that I used. And uh, I literally generated completely random uh, words, a complete, a completely random, but memorable password, passphrase, really long one using what's called like the diceware method. So I literally bought uh, some good dice, like you would use at a craps table or something like, or they were from a casino. They were like, use casino dice I got from a game store and I I actually use that and this diceware system to generate a passphrase and I I and I'll link to the 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 blog entry about this and I uh I, once I did that I gener I I memorized that really long completely random very secure passphrase and that's what I use for my master password um and so that's how you do it And it may take you a few days uh, to memorize the password or the passphrase once you generate it, but that's a lot less cognitive load to remember that one giant password than than like passwords for every service you use. Like I I have so many passwords that I had to generate over the years. There's no way that I could keep track of everything without without that. Um, So uh, I highly recommend one password for all of your password management needs. And if, uh, although there are good competitors, but these are the ones I use. So if you want to check out 1Password, I'll have the link in the show notes to their website. You can look at them. You can do the the, the trial, whatever they have. And um, I don't get any kind of kickback or anything. So you can just kind of <laughs> just go and, and check it out for yourself and give it a try. And I think you might like it, especially if you're an Apple uh, user. Uh, I especially can can say I, I personal experience using the the Teams version, which is pretty much the family plan too, but like the family Teams business kind of version. I, I've experienced using that, and uh, it's been very helpful. I, I've even managed to been able to use it with, for for client secrets uh, sharing before, where like I needed a client to to share some kind of um, you know like a password for something, and I didn't want them to email me or something. Obviously, so you, you can actually create a guest account. Uh, and then they can log in and just have access to a vault for them, and they can put their stuff in there. And then when you're done working with them, you can you can delete it and it's gone. And then everybody's secure. Nobody's had to communicate password information over an, uh, an insecure channel. So. so there's a lot of great uses for password managers, and uh, I'm actually really surprised that there doesn't seem to be a like um, I don't know. There, there doesn't seem to be like a default choice from the major vendors, like Microsoft or Google. Does Google have some? Maybe Google has something. I'm not sure. But it seems like you know you can buy into G Suite. You can buy into Office 365, and they have products for pretty much everything. But but something that everybody needs to do all the time is handle passwords, and they don't have like a good system. Not that I want to switch to it anyway. But I was just kind of surprised that. That password managers still seem to be this distinct software product. Um, aside from Apple, who actually uh, a good alternative, by the way, to One Password. If you don't need the extra features and power for this, uh, you can just use the built-in um, iCloud Keychain, Safari password autofill stuff that's built into um, iOS and Mac. If if they're just if that's all you're on is iOS and Mac, I find that, very useful and convenient, but I also think that it's difficult to manage compared to one password like it doesn't have a great user interface for actually finding these passwords later if you need to manually find them and you can't store all kinds of other data so uh it's still a very useful feature and it's and definitely use that if you're on an iOS or Mac use that if nothing else because it does have mechanisms to generate passwords and save them for you sync them across devices etc but I think if you're if you start using a lot of services, and especially if you're, uh, you know, you want your whole family to be protected, and or your business, then you're probably going to want to upgrade to something like One Password, and start uh, using their online service. So anyway, that's it for this One Password review. I love them. I think that's a great product. Check them out if you would like. Links are in the show notes. If you want to get in touch with me? If you go to uh, dailycronpodcast.com, dot com, there's uh, contact button on the top. You can, you know, send me an email. There's a couple links on the front page to the social media accounts on Twitter and on uh, Facebook. Uh, you can also find my social media profile stuff in there too. So com if you want to get in touch. Otherwise, I hope you have a good evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. And that's it for this uh, Tech Tuesday edition. I will see you next time.
1: Slow.